Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk USA. Are you tired of waiting for change? Tune into Blog Talk USA. Let your voice be heard on Blog Talk USA. Welcome to Blog Talk USA. We are so happy to be here with you on this marvelous Monday. I know I certainly missed everybody. I hope everybody's doing well. I hope everybody is still masking up. And uh, I also hope that you're all enjoying, enjoying your families and enjoying yourselves and in good health. Okay. So let me tell you how you can always find us and listen to our live programs and our archived episodes. The number to call to listen live by phone is 515-605-9375. You can also go to blogtalkusa.com or blogtalkradio.com forward slash blogtalkusa. And if you want to download us in podcast form, you can do that from Blog Talk Radio's website or you can do that on iTunes, Stitcher, Apple Radio, uh, pretty much any place you can download podcasts, you can download Blog Talk USA and Marvelous Monday under that banner. Okay, now let me give you over to the host of Marvelous Monday, my mother, Dr. Shirley McKellar. Welcome, Dr. McKellar. Thank you, Miss Rihanna, and I am so ecstatic to hear your voice tonight. How are you doing? And welcome Likewise. back. We always <laughs> Thank you. When you're not on with us. And I hope you got the house all squared away. I know the excitement of moving into a new home and yes. and finding your way and putting everything in the right places where they're supposed to be, right? Every cup that's and every right. towel <laughs> has that, to be that's in right. the right place. <laughs> that's great, great. Well, I am so happy that you kind of getting things squared away. It takes a minute, doesn't it? It does. <laughs> it yeah, really does. Exactly. So take Good your time. Grief. Don't let yourself uh, one day at a time. Yes, but, ma'am. Um, welcome back. We always miss you Thank so much you. when you're not here. So I don't know if Thank all the you. guys are on. Too. Yes, I know uh, you let me, uh, let Let's me see who's here. I don't know if Dr. Hadley is on yet. So speaking of masks <laughs> and all that, if you could give us a little update on how things are uh, he's not on yet. He's, work- he's not okay. He's working on so mm-hmm. many things, uh, so many things he's working yes. on. So, uh, and, and, and you know, he's that, that octopus guy. So uh, so he mm-hmm. has all his legs spread <laughs> all out every place. He was talking yes. to us about the uh, maternal health issues that African-American women mm-hmm. face. And so it, it's just so much for us to work on. That's why yes. we need more people working, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. We need more people people working. Well, we had a person I thought may be able to come in, one of the candidates tonight, but uh, he had a conflict, and so he's going Mm. to be on our show on Thursday. They may be able to uh, sneak in and just say hello. They reached out to me and said, can we please come on uh, one of the shows that you guys have? And so we said, Absolutely. Uh, as you know, early voting is going on right here in Texas, and our yes. primary is March the 1st. So it's getting a little heated up, 
around here. Uh-huh. Uh, yes. <laughs> people, people have articles and ads all across the newspaper, the African-American newspaper run by uh, uh, Pastor uh, Timmons here in Tyler, Texas, and I'm t- telling you, it is co- it was covered in that last edition of people uh, vying for those positions, those contested races, mm-hmm. or the, those are the hot items, I tell you, and uh, Ms. Rihanna, I have to brief you on this weekend, this past weekend, uh, just yes. in case, but to begin with, so uh, Dr. And this is the former wife of Muhammad Ali, uh, Dr. Kalia Kamachi Ali, came in on Thursday. And her first, her very first stop when she arrived in Tyler, Texas, do you know what her first stop was? Did she have a a taste of North Delight? (laughs) My goodness, you're so smart. I knew you would see that now. (laughs) She stopped right in. Well, no, it's that I know she's smart. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, there you go. Exactly. So That's how that happened. <laughs> and there you go. And she got bags of food, and they carried her to her hotel, and she said she just pigged out. And then, of course, she was able to go okay. on and interview with everybody, television, radio, and everything on um, on, thir- on Friday. They kept her really busy. And then on Saturday mm-hmm. morning, she continued. She was uh, at the um, – museum for a short bit on Saturday morning uh, being interviewed and then on Saturday night oh my goodness people put on their best bibs and tucks and they stepped out to the Holly Tree Country Club and let me tell you it was so many people there that that was not wow. enough space for everybody they had to open up another whole area to accommodate uh, people there at the Holly Tree Country Club and uh, wow. as you know Mr. Uh, we took down our convention center, and it's being rebuilt, almost $30 million yeah. worth. And so um, just round it up. And um, and then so we, we're limited in Tyler, Texas, on event spaces. We need more even when, when the, uh, the uh, convention center is rebuilt. We still need more spaces because there may be some people that may not need space for 5000 but they may need space for uh, 50, 100, 200, 300, you know, so we need some smaller vineyards. Uh, and, of course, you know, you're going to be able to section off um, the convention center. But there may be some people who just want a little intimate place to come, uh, mm-hmm. 100, 150 people. So we need to, we need more, conv- we need more event uh, centers in Tyler, Texas. But so, but yeah. they were there, they were there, and they were dressed awesome. to the nine. Well, yes, people had on their semi-formal, and some had on their uh, tuxedos and their black suits, and people just looked amazing. Uh, and I bet so, they did. Uh, They've been cooped up for two years. Exactly. They have an opportunity to go out and look nice and dress up again. Oh, I would jump on it. There you go. There you go. Well, mm-hmm. they did. They, they jumped on it. And uh, the candidates were there. And, and, of course, I had the opportunity to speak to um Welcome everybody to the city and to do a proclamation uh, in her. The, the day of Tyler was her day in our city. And so uh, so I was able to present that. And then uh, mayor duties. <laughs> yes, I was doing my duties. That's right. And then, um, then I had the opportunity to introduce all of the candidates and the elected officials that were there. And so they were there. I'll tell you, 
they were there <laughs> getting their wow. information. They're passing out their brochures and all of that and whatever. They didn't get far too many. Of course, they didn't get a chance to speak, but they got a chance to stand up so that pe- the people could see who they are. So they're out there uh, on that battlefield out there with their boots on the ground, trying to let people know that they're the very best candidates for the position. It was a, it was an yeah. outstanding evening at uh, Dr. Carla Braley, as you know, we've had her on our show. Mm-hmm. Uh, her shows, and uh, so she is running for lieutenant governor, and so she was here, and people got to see her face, who she is, and and so forth, and so on. So uh, it, it was it was outstanding. It was outstanding. Excellent. So yeah. So, so we we and then oh, not quite finished. So then so Saturday night everything went off like a hitch, and then on Sunday uh, morning uh, we we had a busy day on in the restaurant, but we hosted her. At two o'clock, uh, in in the restaurant, and let me tell you, the restaurant was packed with people. They knew she was coming. It was Soul Food Sunday, anyways. Sunday morning, you know, Sunday brunch, and so uh, people. We expected lots of people, but there was even more because she came with her entourage of about uh, twenty-five people. So, uh, so it was quite busy. So we got a chance to interview her on, and so you have to go on Fizz TV. And uh, and see um, the interview with her and everything, but it, it was great. Uh, I asked her a few uh, different questions because I had not heard any of the interviews talking about her childhood and her growing up in the South Side of Chicago uh, and everything. You know, she's a, a Muslim religion, so she actually grew mm-hmm. up in a Muslim home uh, because her parents right. are Muslims as well. So um, so we got to learn a little bit more about her childhood, but she did. Ex- let us know about her books that are that are coming. Another one's coming out, The Life with uh, Muhammad Ali, Cassius Clay, whichever one you want to call him. And um, and then she told us about when she first met him, she was actually age 10. And so, um, so he was 18 or so when he came to her school, her elementary school, and he told them that he was going to be famous. And a really, really <laughs> interesting story. It was going to be wow. famous. So you better ask, wait, he said, you better ask for my signature now because it's going to be worth a lot of money because I'm going to be famous. And so um, so she spoke up and said, well, who said you're going to be famous? And said, with a name like Cassius Clay, you will never be famous. You need to have a Muslim <laughs> name so that people would, people would be able to <laughs> attach themselves to something different, Cassius Clay's. And she said, and especially Clay, that's dirt. <laughs> so she <laughs> that story. It was very interesting. So oh, she said, wow. I know, she was 10. So he uh, changed his name later on, found her seven years later. And wow. Her. And so she, I know. Truly soulmate, star-crossed. <laughs> yes, yes. So she has wow. six children, and, uh, and and she wrote this book about uh, learn to color, learn to color, C O L O R, and uh, and so what that that is a children's book, but she talked a little bit about what she experienced in her life as a young young person growing up. So it was a, it was really uh, very quite wow. interesting. But I want to make mention. This is the final thing I want to say about the um, uh, about uh, Dr. Ali. So, you know, uh, 
the Texas African American Museum. This was the, their inaugural gala, right? And so mm-hmm. that the music right next door to the restaurant. And what happened was the city of Tyler gave the fire station, the old fire station, because our amazing new fire chief has built two new fire stations in Tyler and going to be working on the third one. And so that fire station was no longer going to be used. So the city of Tyler gave that fire station to the empowerment group, which is uh, under the auspices of the Texas, well, the Texas African-American Museum, which is under the auspices of the empowerment group for $1. So Dr. Ali Ali announced on Saturday night, are you ready? Yes, let me go. Let's hear it. What's she going to do? All right. She (laughs) donated one million dollars to the oh african-american gosh. museum i know oh one wow. million wow. dollars there you go so it's going to be in the form of amazing isn't it they'll get two hundred and fifty thousand, and then get to utilize that and see what happens with that and then they get the next two hundred fifty thousand, wow. and as it grows so and there's plenty of land plenty of Space, they actually can add on. They could even make an event center in, in there because they have enough land. Of course, you got to think about parking, of course, and uh, that mm-hmm. may be uh, an issue. But at least they can expand where uh, it, it's not because you can visualize what a uh, fire station was like. The largest part of it is the bay, and then they have the area where they were sleeping, and then they have their kitchen area. And they have like a little living room area, kind of office kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But Miss Gloria Williams, who is the curator, has done amazing work in putting it together and got so many great donations and things. So I wanted to share wow. that with you. One. Well, oh, and how, how fitting. Oh, let me see. And we how have cool. one of our Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I, I thought I heard one of our brothers on tonight. No, I was going to say, great job. Great job. Yes, uh, Pastor mm-hmm. Cooper. That's, I thought I heard a, a, a one of the gentlemen's voice. Yes, Pastor Cooper, did you hear that? And go ahead, Miss Rihanna. I didn't mean to cut you up. I just thought I heard one of the gentlemen. We want to re- welcome him in. Oh, yes, ma'am. No, I just, yeah. I just wanted to point out, you know, it's so, it's so fitting that, that she would want to donate so graciously. Um, you know, what an, and I, I'm sure she was honored to have the, you know, to be blessed in, to be in a position right. to have, done such a huge thing but also that that each and every one of us obviously you know plays a role in and has a lasting impact on the lives of others around us on the individual level but as a collective there are people who stand out uh, as very clearly being people who shaped everything you know whose whose journey in life changed everything, made a real footprint. And Muhammad Ali certainly, you know, to me, and I'm sure everyone, you know, his role is so clear, (laughs) you know, truly shaping his, and his wife, you know, and their story even, and how that that really fits into our story and African-American history. So I I just think, I'm sorry, I don't mean to ramble. That's just a touch hearing it. It's amazing. 
exactly. But she was, I think, I don't know if she, I think he really came back and met her like when she was around about. So it was probably like maybe six years later he came back and he was at he by now he's become a Muslim himself and so he met her yeah. at the Nation of Islam, the bakery. Uh, part and uh, she was 16 at the time and then the next year uh, which was one year later she was 17 in 1967 she uh, actually uh, married him they married they got married wow. and that august august something uh, 1967 they got married so it was very very interesting uh, interesting yeah. story she said that he was the, she said he was the prettiest man she had ever seen in her life and she was oh, in that is body. that is true that is true <laughs> that is absolutely <laughs> my grandmother and i saw him and both of us <laughs> couldn't get right. beautiful Beautiful. Yeah, because he was he was born in uh, Kentucky, oh. right? In Louisville, Kentucky. Yes, he was born. Yes, yeah, I, I thought. Yes, okay. Pastor yes. Cooper, were you, did oh, you have some comments? Beautiful. <laughs> no, I, I'm just uh, <laughs> excited for for Tyler, Texas, and well deserved That's because funny. you all are always yeah. busy, always busy. And you know this yeah. kind of stuff. You know, we, we keep saying we're the news, but other news stations need to step in and. and right broadcast this type of event. Right. If someone was sure. shot on Martin Luther King Street there in Tyler, Texas, the news would report that, oh, black man shot in, on uh, Martin Luther King Street in right. Tyler, Texas. You know, they're, they're broadcasting. Our lady's purse was stolen or something. Bad news. That's what they were. But this type right. of news, I, I should see it on MSNBC, CNN, Fox News. Well, okay. yes. Well, you I just said you what, that so he, much better than I rambled it. That's, that's, yeah, that's the point <laughs> I was approaching. That's where you were. You're exactly. exactly. Yeah. Well, they, they were out there. News. Let me just. We we did a meet and greet for her at 1 p.m. before they all came yeah. to uh, the restaurant at 2 p.m. And so, and it was a little after two before they could get there because the, all the media was there and the newspaper and it, people were packed in in, in the uh, museum trying to get to see her for those that did not uh, come out uh, to the country club on Saturday night uh, for the event. So, and then uh, they followed her on over CBS 19 and followed her right on over to, uh, to the restaurant and they continued to cover. And, and thanks to our our brother, Mr. Arthur was there, uh, Pastor Cooper and Miss Rihanna, he came in and, uh, he videoed. And then of course we interviewed her on, um, on uh, a view from the top. Roku. Uh, yes, uh, uh, Roku, yes, Biz yeah. TV. Uh huh. Mr. Uh, Eric was right there uh, with things wow. set up and ready to go. So we just had an amazing time. It was, it was probably. Let me see. My goodness, by the time we got out of the restaurant, got it all cleaned up and got everybody out and everything, and it was probably more like uh, 7 o'clock that night. But uh, wow. so, and, then we'd, and then we'd hosted a breakfast early that morning, which was uh, at 8 o'clock. So we were there at the, at the restaurant. Well, of course, the chefs were there much earlier than I was, but we had a full, complete, very effective day on yesterday. It was outstanding. And then I want to announce quickly that, uh, as you know, here in my district, we've been working on sidewalks and because kids were having to walk in the streets uh, from school with no sidewalks. And, and these young kids, I'll have to tell the story, these young kids wrote a letter uh, to the former 
uh, councilman and the city of Tyler uh, before I, the position that I followed in his footsteps. He is deceased right now. That's the former um, uh, Ed Moore. And so, uh, so he, um, he received this letter or the city received this letter and these children were saying, we need some sidewalks. We have to walk in the streets to get home. It's so dangerous and unsafe for us and so forth and so on. And, uh, and that's how we actually got side, sidewalks in North oh, Tyler, wow. in my district, thanks to these young kids who says our lives are in danger. These are elementary mm-hmm. students who wrote right. that. Wow. And, Ms. Rihanna, I'm going to turn over to you for a few minutes, and you and, and, and Pastor Cooper, and I'm going to call the family to make sure tomorrow is actually the ribbon cutting and we have rain that's scheduled to come. And so I just want to call quickly if you allow me to step off. Yes, ma'am. And and let, right, to let them know that to to stand still so that if it's raining that everything will be canceled and will be scheduled. And I'll be right back to you. Thank you. All right. Yes, Mm ma'am. All right. All right. Okay. So, uh, Pastor Cooper, let us know what you've been up to this week or over the weekend. I'll tell you what. Up and down the (laughs) great state of Texas. Oh, my goodness. Well, actually, uh, yesterday I had the pleasure of standing in my own hometown. And, uh, you know, that's the scripture that says the prophet is without honor in his own country. But, man, I tell you, uh, they've seen my work. And like I, I posted one time on Facebook, I say, follow the work, don't worry about me. And they've been following their work. And so they said, listen, everyone else has called you, and you've been keynote speaking, and you've been introducing folks, and you've been, uh, you know, highlighted for 5 and 15 and 20 minutes. You know, will you please stay home and, and help us out? And I said, sure. So at my childhood church, Barton Chapel Missionary Baptist Church, uh, they had a wonderful Black History Summit. And when I tell you, Miss Rihanna, it was excellent. That it was great work. Uh, our friend, um, uh, the Honorable Carol G. Robinson, was the keynote speaker yesterday, and he lifted our hopes, and he stirred up mm-hmm. our hearts and got our hands ready to go to the polls to make a difference, and he implored and, and beseeched everyone to please go to the polls if you can, if you have a walker, if you have a, a, a wheelchair, if you have a cane, crawl in because they are turning down mail-in ballots for any reason. Mm-hmm. That's right. And, yeah. That's in right. Harris County, they had 37.50%, almost 40% return ballots, and people don't know that they're being returned. So we're asking That's people right. to remember if you lose, use the last four of your Social Security or the last four of your a driver's license, whatever it is, make sure it pairs up, matches up, make sure you use the same signature. I mean, so the best way around that is to beat them at the polls. Just go. Mm-hmm. Mask up and go. That's it. And early Mask voting up, is happy. going on right now. Mm-hmm. Started uh, on the 14th. So it's it's still going on until, um, until when does that end, early voting? I, I think it's Friday, yeah. I think it ends Friday. Okay, Friday. Uh, yeah. Is that okay. the 25th? Is Friday the 25th? Yes. I think Friday yes. the 25th. So that's the last day. So. Today was a holiday, so uh, we didn't have uh, right. early voting today. 
But uh, I just got off of Zoom tonight, and Candace is still out there, and we're Zooming. So we're fighting the pandemic. It's actually working out for our favor uh, because of the fact I may recover even more territory than I ever covered before. 254 counties, and I've almost covered them all. Because I've been running this race since uh, the 2nd of February of 2021. I was the only mm-hmm. candidate that was out there that's still in the race. There was one that went independent, but I was the only candidate running and was not afraid of mm-hmm. the big bad wolf Abbott. There are a lot of folks I think is afraid. Oh, we have too much money. We can't be. We can't win. Listen, we are the voice of moral authority. As my friend Arthur mm-hmm. Flemings always say, we can win. That's right. That's exactly right. Beautiful. Beautiful. Well, those words are inspiring. And, you know, the last thing we need to do right before uh, an election or any time is to start thinking, well, you know, I'm just one person. Does it really change anything? Oh, they're really coming at us so hard that they're going to take away as many rights as they can and there's nothing we can do about it anyway. You know, all that kind of thinking that is really easy to sink down into. Don't, you know, everybody out there, don't let that thinking take over. Listen to when Pastor Cooper, for example, says things like he just said, come on, Turn, you know, take every bit of that energy that any apathy or anger, you know, that's making you feel discouraged. Take all of that and go out and ask people if they're registered. Ask them if they've early voted yet in person. Uh, you know, do your part. Do, do something with that energy because there's, there's way more, more of us than there are of them. And moral authority. Yeah. There you go. Very good. Miss mm-hmm. Rihanna, that's a, a beautiful. That's the same thing I was pushing on yesterday. Every every step of the way, we got to tell people they need to get out to the polls to vote. Yes. And and give them the reasons why. Give why, them the there reasons you go. why. Not, not just voting against all this stuff that's really bringing all of us down and, and upsetting us. That's not it. That's not it at all. The Democratic Party and every Democratic candidate who is running that I have seen uh, uh, everywhere um, has has things to, for you to vote for, this, you know, uh, things that are about you. Uh, they're talking about health care. They're talking, well, they're yeah. talking about all of it. Like Pastor Cooper, I think you're a really good, you're not that you're just a straight, you know, stand in line, uh, cookie cutter Democrat. That's not what I mean by this. What I mean is we really are the party of Americans. There are Mm -hmm. so many of us, the best of us step up to the plate and we genuinely have a platform and we're on the same page about that platform in broad strokes. And so I just think, you know, the message that you're giving is the message not only that polls indicate, issue by issue most americans want uh but you know it's just i don't know i'm rambling again i'm sorry no, no, i've been on a while so i'm all chatty <laughs> and and i want to jump in here because this is what I, I i want to say is that and you're you're so correct about pastor cooper and the sad part about 
the whole election issue. That's why I keep pushing and pushing that we have got to do something about this finance reform because I look at mm-hmm. all on the news repeatedly, one after the other after the other, commercials, 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 lots and lots of money being put into the pockets of people who should not be in these positions and people like Pastor Cooper and others Mm -hmm. who are really working for the greater good of the community, for the people, for the state of Texas and all everywhere in the nation. Those people are not getting any highlights. They're not getting any notoriety. Uh, People don't really know, but they see, but, that the the community sees all of these ads running on television. One exactly to include Louis Gomert. I mean, one after you know he's running against uh, Paxton, Ken Paxton, and all of yeah. that. And so, uh, so I mean, they're just they're just repeated. I'm going to have to step and take this call, Mr. Brian. I'm going to give it Louis. back to you again. Okay. Yes, ma'am. What do you say, Pastor Cooper? Well, no, absolutely. And so we, the way to fight the big money, the advertisement and the commercials, it is grassroots. And let me tell you something. There are a lot of people looking at me playing out because they're going like, well, what do you mean? Uh, you have uh, Anglo-Republican uh, men voting for you because I'm not afraid to step to them and talk to them about policies. And let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. They're not as sharp as a lot of people may think. <laughs> so when we start talking about foundational educational issues and we start speaking about health care, they have some of the same concerns. All of them right. are not going to private schools. They can't afford it. There, there are a lot That's of right. games. years ago in southeast Texas, uh, places like Exxon Mobil, DuPont, Huntsman, all those places, Goodyear, they played one hundred twenty-five, one hundred thirty-two thousand dollars a year job. Now. A lot of those jobs have been replaced with contract workers, and, and they do a lot of shift work and things like that. So these guys are now making sixty and 70000 Not that there's that bad money, but it's not the 125000 anymore. And then they may be laid off for five or six months at a time. So they have to be careful mm-hmm. about health care. They have to be careful about debt. They have to be careful about uh, co-pay. So they want to hear it. So what we have to remember not to be Democrats, is to be who we are, and that's human, yes. civic-minded citizens in the state of Texas. I was born a Texan before I was born a Democrat. I didn't know anything about mm-hmm. the Democratic Republican Party. But when I looked back as a grown man, just like I had to find out who my, my, my lord was, because I knew what mom and dad said. I knew what the school said. But when I was 21, 23, 24, 25, I had to come together and figure out what church I'm going to attend, what God I'm going to serve, and what party I will uh, become or remain with. And after doing the research and the homework, I stood still with what my father and them did, and that is to be committed to people, and that best resembles the Democratic Party. All people, not mm-hmm. some of them. That's right. That's right. Well, And, you know, I know Republicans like to say that that's only because Democrats pander to people and play identity politics and all that. I hope everybody, I'm sure everybody who listens to us understands completely that those, just using those words in a sentence in that kind of way that that, uh, the right sort of caricatures things is ridiculous. You know, we just simply are Americans of every, you know, that's just who the Democratic Party is. 
you know. Right. The party well, of well, first for all, white people, speak. you know, is clearly the Republican Party right now. I mean. Which is sad. And, and it's sad because yes. it should be a better reflection of what the state of Texas is. Yes. I mean, yeah. Yes. It really should be. And I think, but, and, I think it, Arthur is on, by the way. How y'all doing? Hello, hey Arthur. Doing good. How y'all doing tonight? Doing good. How are you? How y'all doing? today? Great. Awesome. Uh, yeah, it's been working on it's working on the Michael Cooper campaign. Uh, uh, Yannis Banks want him on his show tomorrow at seven thirty. So I'm gonna I'm gonna see if I can't get him get him there. But how y'all doing tonight? Wonderful, doing great. absolutely doing great. great. Well, America treating y'all good. That's good. Well, <laughs> we're we're reacting in a positive way, no matter how America handles us. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Perfectly that's what, put. That's what we're doing, brother. Arthur. Absolutely. So, brother, I understand you uh, interviewed Dr. Ali. I don't think we're hearing you, Arthur. What was it what now? Oh, there you yeah, go. And I can hear another part minute. You interviewed Dr. Ali. How did it go interviewing Dr. Ali? Well, we actually, uh, Shirley uh, interviewed. Shirley, are you there? It's she had to step away there? for a moment. Oh, okay. No, you know, Shirley interviewed her. Uh, fact, okay, she you were doing the it's camera. On her, it, 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 but it's on her channel. But actually, actually, well, I don't want to, uh, well, anyway, but uh, but I'm gonna, but I am gonna be interviewing her, uh, so we're setting that up. So I, I, if you don't have on civil rights today, so I'm looking forward to that. Uh, she's a very interesting lady, that's for sure. Yes. Just you know, a little so. bit that Dr. Michelle <laughs> was <laughs> telling about. It, interesting is not the word, uh, frat. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, well, you know, yeah, she's a she's a character, isn't she? <laughs> we we had a we had a great oh, time this weekend. <laughs> what was that, Pastor Cooper? How long were they married? You know, that's a great question, and I I don't know the answer to that question. I think he I had to, we have to look have like two or three Oh, months. he did. He, yeah, he yeah, I mean, I know that he was married at least three times, right, Miss Miss Rihanna, I believe yeah. I know that she was the second wife and then I know he married some and they got divorced because she, he was running around with someone else. He said it publicly mm-hmm. and that's what the, all of that is in her book. And so I um, told you so I know there was a third yeah, exactly. So I know. He's so he ended pretty. up marrying that person. Yeah, he was a he was a handsome guy. So, but but, but, two, but all the way around, ahead. inside and out, inside and yeah, out. Yeah, I, I I can tell you that if you if, I don't know, Mr. Arthur, if you were at the very last uh, uh, Congressional Black Caucus, maybe it was the very last or next to the last, and so uh, at that night at the um, the Phoenix Awards uh, Gala. They had they they were on stage interviewing him, and President Obama was the keynote speaker, and um, 
I, I, this was when Trump came in the office because that's why President Obama was the keynote speaker. So uh, because she was the president, I always remember. Miss Rihanna, mm-hmm. you were there. Were you remember when they were interviewing Mohammed and his wife, and he had the Parkinson's really, really badly, and uh, she was I answering think I most was, of the I questions. Think I was there. Yes, that was a very. I know. I saw him actually, a couple of times when he had Parkinson's, and I'm I'm right. sure one of them was at the CDC. At the, right, because I think that was the very last one before COVID came, or maybe the one before that, and COVID came. Because we I think went the one to, before. Before that, I think so as well. When I wiped out in the street. <laughs> 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 no, you're so funny. <laughs> so, yeah. anywho, yeah. So, so to answer your question, Pastor Cooper, I, I know there was three wives at least. Right. <laughs> oh, is that where we started? <laughs> the wives. Yeah. <laughs> and she, because because Dr. Ali was the second wife. Now, what is He'd her already been name? married before. Her name is uh, Kalia. Kalia Kamachi. Ali, and she gave the million dollars to um, the Texas African American Museum. That's incredible. So, yeah, that's uh, amazing. Wait, really wait, 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 wait! Say that again. Wait, say that again. Say that again, because that's uh, that. that you didn't say? know about that part, Mr. Arthur. I'm trying to favor in it. Saturday, Saturday night. Saturday he's, he's night. He's just trying to celebrate it. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! Yeah, I'm trying to yeah, favor. I, I I'm trying to favor. I'm trying to favor the moment. Prolong the moment. There, yeah. 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 She, no, no, could you pray slowly for me again? I will. Mm-hmm. Well, before she could get get into her speech, uh, that the introduction, I, I did that proclamation and welcoming all that, and her day in city of Tyler, which was Saturday. And so then when she, then they did the formal introduction by Toria Jordan. And so after that, she got up and so she uh, she opened up and then she says, I, I cannot go any further. I'm, I'm just bubbling over and I got to get this off my chest. I got to get it out before I can get into my speech. And so she says, I am going to donate or I have donated $1 million to the Texas wow. African American Museum. Ugh. And, oh, my goodness, those people went berserk in there. It was amazing. It was. What a hey, proud hey, moment. Hey, 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 yeah. You know, I'm old enough to remember, I'm, I'm old enough to remember Queen for a day. Queen for a day. I'm, I'm old enough to remember. And I remember that feeling. Uh-huh. I remember that feeling mm-hmm. I wish I could have had for my mama. Yeah, so, so I'm sure you had that feeling. Mm-hmm. The queen oh, for a day. It was amazing. Queen for a day. Mm-hmm. We had a blast wow. with that it's the whole the whole weekend. She in, she she began her day. She began her visit in Tyler at a taste of North Delight, and she ended her weekend. At a taste of North wow. Delight restaurant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Wow. So, and what wow. that does for Tyler and for oh, just for I everything. So many levels that she, of giving. Exactly. I said she's putting us on the map even more. Yes. More. So, yes. You know, and so. showing you love, showing Tyler love. Right. I mean, that that's just, right. it makes a difference. Like that funk that I talked about. People have been cooped up and, you know, bad news yes. all the time. And people just get down right. in, a, in a funk. This is you know, right. so needed. Yeah. So, so a yeah. nice little boost that she's thinking about. It, it was, it was, it was outstanding. It, it really was. Right. And and I like how, you know, how she's. Go ahead, Pastor Cooper. Go ahead. I was just gonna jump in and tell you guys. Look what Belinda Boy, which is her birth name, uh, but That's anyway, right. from Chicago. She she did something mm-hmm. here that a lot of women today mm-hmm. would not do, even after yeah. divorce. It says when I lazy. Uh, uh, issue with the draft cost him his boxing title in 1967. A decision later mm-hmm. overturned by the Supreme Court. Uh, right. Khalil supported him emotionally and watch this and financially because he was yes, struggling. It. He didn't have income. That's right. exactly wow. right. She stood by Incredible. him. Incredible. Very much so. She stood by him. Wow. <laughs> and ma- and many women probably would not have right. Considering exactly. how he publicly, yeah. right, well, how he publicly uh, was uh, running around with a, another woman right. while they were married still and doing it publicly. Right. Yeah. That, that would be a hard yeah. nut, nut to crack, a hard one to swallow, right? right? Mm-hmm. But I, I think that goes back to her religion. You know, and a lot of people frown, especially Christians, we frown on uh, Islamic, Muslim. All this stuff, but when we go back and look at Isaac and Ishmael, that's the reason I love my theology. And you look at it, those are brothers. And so uh, we need to study the words and, and let God worry about the ultimate God. Uh, now, I, I would have a Christian brother challenge me right now and say, "Well, you're a pastor. Don't you ever say that uh, God is not afraid of any anyone that calls upon another God because He is my true God." But my point, though, is that this study and, and, and the background is the same, and it comes to forgiveness, and it comes and it comes back yeah. to love, and you can't right. fail with love. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. That's true. <laughs> exactly and, right. You know, that, that's some strong love for the simple reason that she was actually no longer his wife because uh, right. he had another wife. Uh, mm-hmm. And... Uh, so, so for her but to, even dis, despite the personal, it's sort of like I was talking about earlier. Despite the personal relationship, there's also you know that other level of respect and you know because the, he is who he, he is and was doing what right. he was doing and right. saying well, what he was saying and you know making an impact that's significant sure. on us. Well, you know, having hearing her, after hearing her story, you know, I can see why that she could do that because she loved herself. Yeah, right. See, right. Yes, there you go. Yes, sir. Good point. Good wow, point. that's good. Very, Look very how good point. So deep she, how deep she she knew who she yeah she knew who she was. Uh huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Karate kicking. Yeah. Piano. <laughs> well, 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 you heard. Like, I, I, I saw that. And 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 the story. I mean, that how he got his name 
was right. So she he owed a lot of allegiance Bossing to him, him, him around. Right. right. He owed. A, I'm sorry. He he owed a lot of allegiance to her. Yeah. Uh, because <laughs> right, right. Because she is the one who came up with the fact, and, and I agree with you, Pastor Cooper, about that about that religion thing. Um, but, guys, I'm going to jump back off again. I'm getting that other phone call. Yes, ma'am. And I'll give it back to you, Miss Rihanna. Well, she really busked the edges off of him when she was 10 years old. She said, oh, tighten that up. Change your name. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> you know what? You know, kids like your baby, uh, you know, Mr. C. Colin, uh, folks like you know them kids like you know she's like them kids now like smart kids that like, like you know she's a smart kid that's why all mm-hmm. I mean there's so many smart babies around here now so it's ridiculous you know you give yeah. a little three year old a phone <laughs> and they can start dialing the can out you know so oh, yeah. you know so I'm just saying that yeah you know, she was smart is what I'm saying you know she 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 was exceptional tell she was young mm-hmm. so, uh, but, uh, absolutely wow. So how's everything in Kent? So how's everything going in Kentucky? Oh, you know, <laughs> going. Could you keep Mitch there, of course? Could you? Could you, could you, could you Are you serious? It? Mitch never comes here. <laughs> what? Where you Mitch doesn't live here. <laughs> where you been trying? He lives in China, don't he? I don't know where he goes. <laughs> I don't want I know to know where, where he's money. Look at that. That's where all his money well, comes He's from. hanging upside down in a, in a cave somewhere at night. I do know that. Uh-oh. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. Hey, uh, um, Coop, now you notice Coop ain't in on this conversation. So Coop's nope. out. He's going to be well, y'all have to say next. He's going to say next. This talk is too cheap. I'm, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, look, I, I look, I, I look. Cook, the only thing I can say is she knows where he lives, so he's hanging upside down. I, I can't do nothing about that. <laughs> well, I, I've learned on this campaign trail. Every campaign, I learn something different. I learn how to keep my mouth closed on this one. <laughs> yeah, sometimes, sometimes the best thing to say is nothing. And then yeah. I have, I, 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 I had a stepdad. He said, "My dog ain't in there." Yeah. Yeah. Bennett, I ain't in it. I've been a long time since I heard that one. Yeah, you heard it. My name is Bennett. My grandpa said, "Hey, Coop. Hey, Coop. My grandpa said, don't crap where you eat.' Don't do what? I'm sorry. What was that? I'm not going to repeat it. Oh, okay. Well, that's okay. I'm a pastor. I'm not repeating it. He said I'm a family family show. If your frat wants to repeat it, he may do so. That's funny. (laughs) One of our favorite friends, Ms. Rihanna, I I want to to bring forth and mention, and uh, as, as a matter of fact, I meant to give him a call today. Very, very dear, sweet little friend of ours that Ms. Rihanna and I spent a lot of time with, and that's uh, Representative Joelle Jones uh, out there. Yes. In, um, yes, and so, uh, so uh, I think he's coming along. I, I, I uh, okay. Mr. Donny Walker reached out to him on yesterday, and he asked me to mm-hmm. reach out to him because I, 
as I, when I got this new phone, I did lose a lot of numbers, but I do have Joel's uh, number, mm-hmm. and uh, so we are definitely going to reach out to him, and then I'll send it to yeah. you, and you can reach out to him so that he knows that he's got a lot of yeah. support. I did a couple weeks ago. Us. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Okay. I spoke to his good. father yeah. uh, a few oh, weeks back, good. too. Yeah, Wonderful. but I, I haven't Wonderful. heard anything, you know, since. So I'm okay. just glad. Well, I, I, Well, he did a a little preview, and he said, I saw it on Facebook, uh, Donnie Walker had sent it to me, and he said that he was ready to get back to work, and he took responsibility for all of his actions, and he had gotten help and so forth and so on. And um, But I wanted to make sure I find out if he was still on the bench. is what I just, I'll look that still up. Able to, yeah, look that up and see if he was still able to yeah. be a state representative, and uh, we and we're pulling for him 100%. So I'm going to make a note uh, to be sure yeah. to, to call him. So I, and I want to make this announcement that on uh, tomorrow, if the weather uh, says the same, we'll know about 10 uh, a.m. in the morning, and that is that we will have our ribbon cutting ceremony in my district for all the new sidewalks uh, that have been. Uh, Built and I, I, one of the phone calls that I was on a few minutes ago was the son, the uh, the son of uh, the uh, the former council member that was uh, that I took his position. who is now uh, deceased. He passed away. Uh, uh, Councilman Ed Moore uh, passed. Probably been a little over a year now since he passed away. But uh, I wanted his son to come because here's the kicker, guys. Uh, some of the students at uh, T.J. Austin Elementary School uh, wrote down to the city of Tyler and said, uh, "We now these are elementary students, we have to walk in the middle of the street to get home every single morning and uh, every single evening, and then we have to walk in the streets to get to school every single morning. And uh, we want to know if you all can build us some sidewalks so that we can walk on sidewalks and mm. not in the streets. These are elementary school kids that wrote these letters. And there, from there, that's how we got sidewalks in North Tyler in my district. So mm. tomorrow is supposed to be the ribbon-cutting ceremony for all the new sidewalks. And since Mr. Ed Moore was in office at the time that those kiddos wrote that letter, I wanted to call his son or his family to invite them to come and cut the ribbon with me uh, in Mr. Ed Moore's Aww. honor. So that's why I was trying to take those phone phone calls. Yes, yes. So, but but see, even even children. And the point I want to make can make a difference, even children. Yeah. So if children can be that thoughtful and think, uh, my goodness, why in the world can't we as adults be able to think uh, as Mm -hmm. strongly as that? I thought that was pretty powerful for some elementary school kids to tell their teachers they want to write a letter to the city of Tyler. Right. And well, they know if they want to make a change, they got to participate in the system and see, go to the source see, and plead their case and, you know, redress yeah. their, you know, uh, a redress of grievances it's with their government. I mean, all of it. They did that on their own. Awesome. Exactly. I mean, and these are elementary children. These mm-hmm. were kid, kiddos. 
And uh, instead of they griping were smart about it, they did something about they it. They did something about it. And um, we're talking about people six, seven, and eight years of, years of age, and eight, mm-hmm. nine. So my point There's is hope that look how smart. <laughs> There's hope for them. Right. They're going to grow up to take, care, take good care of us, right? Yes. That's right. Take good care. So, so Pastor Cooper, I want to hear more about. Tell me about uh, uh, Attorney Carol Robinson's speech. I know that it was amazing because he is a brilliant uh, young man, and I'm so sorry that that we could not have been there to hear his message. And we know that he is running for a public office as well. And can you share that with us, uh, so that the people Absolutely. who are in uh, Texas can hear? We were speaking about that when you had to go uh, take your phone call, but I'll oh, go over so the highlights sorry. again. But no, 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 absolutely, we need to hear this because uh, he is running to be Texas Democratic Party chair uh, here in the great state of Texas. And what a lot of people don't realize, and I had the uh, privilege, and I say it was an honor and a privilege to introduce him yesterday, in my own hometown, Beaumont, Texas. A lot of people don't know that I'm from here because when I ran for lieutenant governor in 2018, they thought I was from Fort Worth, where my sister was my treasurer, and I spent a lot of time there. Oh. But I'm from Beaumont. Yeah. So I'm from Beaumont, and uh, he was at my childhood church, Barden Chapel Missionary Baptist Church, under the two okay. of us back then, under, uh, Perry Busby Jr., now Dr. Aaron Reynolds. And Dr. Aaron Reynolds is very woke. Let me tell you, he's one of those preachers, old school. He's old enough to remember seeing the signs for uh, blacks only, for whites only. He was there. Mm. He saw that. So okay. this, this voter suppression and, and having a, a power figure like a Carole, uh, the Honorable Carole G. Robinson come and speak to our hearts as he did yesterday, my goodness. He reminded us he looked foolish as Noah built an ark. And so I put him folks on two by two. He gave us, he gave us numbers to remember uh, in 44. And, and listen, I didn't have to take notes. I took mental notes, and that's why it's in my heart. Right. He gave us notes. Uh, he said 44. We have to remember that the, uh, the Democrats came in and helped. Uh, the African-American folks came in and helped the Democrats become and get established in 44. Go back and do your history. Even when we didn't have the right, we helped and support the people that supported us. Then we had a president, number 44, Barack Obama. So these yeah. are numbers he looked at. He said when, when uh, Moses sent the, the ten into the land, uh, the majority report was not the one to go with. It was the minority report. And we are the minority group. And so remember the minority report. That, that is a land full of milk and honey. So don't be suppressed. Now I'm just telling you, it was, <laughs> it was magnificent. Go back and get the tape. Get some popcorn, get get some soda, and enjoy yourself. You can find it. Yes. <laughs> That's outstanding. Well, he's very smart, gentlemen. So I I knew that he he always has an amazing message uh, for us to uh, uh, take our popcorn out and uh, and enjoy. What he has to say is quite brilliant. And it's online. Uh, Carol. Oh, is it? Oh, wonderful. It's online. Yeah, I, 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 I had the pleasure of interviewing him on Civil Rights Today. So, so if you want to see his video where he talks about a lot of things, I asked him some, some nice. He, he, he answered all my questions and it was a great interview. So, if you know what's here, they go to Civil Rights Today on Roku and see that's Okay, well, can we get when we get off? Uh, I, w- I will certainly do that. For those that don't know, uh, Carol Robinson is an attorney out there in Houston, Texas. 
and he's running for and, – and why haven't you all invited him to come on uh, to this network on Monday night is my question. Arthur? Well, 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 you know, but hey, hey, look here. Look here. First of all, look at Prince Rock. Look at Prince Rock. Look at Prince Rock. Look at Prince Rock. Mike, Shirley. Look here. Look at Mike. Hey, Mike, look here. First of all, Shirley. Shirley sits on the the text coalition with him. <laughs> Oh, hey, she's trying to I get got busted, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, the reason I ain't invited because I don't want to start nothing in case I'm, you know, I don't want to start nothing. No, we invite every candidate. Everybody. For, I yeah. don't care uh, well, who then, they are. Well, yes. well, you better call yes, him up because he might be feeling slighted right about now. Right yes, that's that's true. True. Yeah, we need, to, we need to call him up. We need, somebody send me his telephone number again because I have a different, I got a new telephone and I got so many missing numbers. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. But I'm glad you said that again. I need to write down. I'll send you some. I keep forgetting to do yeah, that. Send me, sorry. Yeah, send me, send me yes, some ma'am. so I can rebuild my contacts. The ones that I didn't, that it didn't matter whether they fell out or not, they're still there. And the ones that need to be there are mm-hmm. not there. Yeah. Isn't that the way it goes? Yes. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but Attorney Carol Robinson is very brilliant. He's not from, where was he born? I'll see if he can be on next uh, California. I, I think California. Yeah. Oh, no, cool. I don't think so. No, he, no. I don't. I, no, no, I think he was born in the island somewhere. Oh, okay. Man, I, I, I know his father-in-law. I forgot to answer that. California, so I don't. Uh, His father-in-law is from California. No, uh, attorney. Yeah. Carole, I forgot Ms. that. Rihanna, yeah. Uh, where was attorney Carole Robinson, attorney in Houston, Texas, born? Uh, mm-hmm. Let me let, okay. let's, let's Google that. I, I think he's from the yes, Caribbean, from the from one of the islands or somewhere. I believe. I don't. Uh, he oh, took really? up his brother. His brother. He has an amazing story. His brother was an attorney as well, and he took over his brother's uh, practice and continued it on. Uh, that was his promise to his brother uh, when his brother on his dying bed was that uh, mm-hmm. that he would take over his practice and and uh, keep it vibrant. Even though we know he's a professor at uh, Texas Southern University Law School, correct? Mm-hmm. Correct. All right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, but mm-hmm. I was thinking. I was thinking that Carol was born uh, in the island, one of the islands, or something. I was thinking, but mm-hmm. none of the notes have, has it. I just shared you uh, shared this information with you. Oh, great! Very hey, good. Hey, I appreciate hey. that. Hey, hey, sure, 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 sure Yes, sir. Hey, have you, have you, okay, they've been talking about the. Uh, you know, those dumb laws they put in place with, uh, you know, for the election. Okay. Now, I don't know why. Now, I don't know why. Why would they think? I guess they thought that, you know, because the old Jim Crow was like, it's just, you know, jetted beans and you're black and you can't vote, right? Just get away from here. Okay. Now, this okay. year is about technicalities and stuff. Now, for some reason, they think, I guess they think white people are going to be smarter than black folks and, they gonna, and it wasn't going to bother them. You know, they forget to do stuff, too. Yeah, that's true. So they that? talked about, well, they talked about the many, many, many uh, ballots that are being turned away right here in Texas right. because of various and sundry reasons and things being missed. 
Right. All, and, but but here, but I'm thankful for because so many okay. people of color voted. It's all. I mean, that's the like how how sick does this get before we figure out how to get the John Lewis Voting Rights Act passed and protect exactly. our rights? Because this is, you know, it's, I don't know how you go much lower than. You know, well, we're not going to expand. You know, the big we're, tent party. We're we're, we're not going to expand our our part our our appeal and try to you know get you on board with we're, us. We're going to make it harder for you to vote. And not only that, we're going to lie about you and act like you if you voted, you obviously cheated. I mean, that's right. It, it all it's just so sick to me. And in Around as far as like going to you know the bottom, you know, folks say, well, well, where's the bottom? And I can and, and right. what I tell them is, I say, hey, well, what I tell them, I say, look, the bottom. Okay, what they're doing is, okay, they hit the bottom a long time ago, and now they're just bouncing off of it. Right. Well, right. are they supposed to? Okay, so if they if they see something that's going wrong on an application, aren't they supposed to call these people or send them a notice some kind of yeah. way? Uh-huh. Uh-huh, and they got loopholes yeah. out to do it, and they got loopholes where they ain't doing it. Hmm. You know, where, where, where they not even required to let people know. Yeah, they not required to let people know. You have to go and check. You have to check yourself. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Hmm. And that's so what that's why I said. That's why I said when, when uh, myself and Miss Rihanna was holding up the show, uh, while Dr. McKellar was handling the business and uh, Arthur was out there handling the news, that Pastor if you Cooper brought cane, the temperature down. <laughs> yeah, if you have a cane, use it. If you have a wheelchair, get yes. on it. If you have exactly. a walker, uh, embrace it and drag yourself, crawl. I think Dr. Martin Luther King said, whatever, by any means necessary. Now, that's yep. Malcolm X. But you need to get to those polls, and you need to vote. I have a young lady that's a member of my church. She has arthritis in both knees and needs knee replacement. And she drug herself to the polls and voted because she does not want her ballot to be returned. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Right. Very good. Right. Very good. That's how we fight. And that's where we're at. That's how we fight. In 2022. That's where we're That's right. That's where we're when, That's where we're I mean, truly, truly, when you have that ballot in your hand, you hold it like you're holding a precious stone. I mean, that's uh, truly. I hope everybody yeah. can can get in that mode, you know, because we're not talking about just, you know, oh, remember the days, you know, how – uh, you know, you used to get, you know, raise your kids to get excited about the first time they get to go vote, and then you kind of slowly see yeah. that fade over time. That's yeah. not this. Th- to me, this is um, <laughs> the well, most precious thing we need to be protecting right now, every one of us. And, you know, well, to tell no matter what you have to, to do. To, you need to text to somebody you mm-hmm. love. Text the vote to somebody you love. Well, what do you love? Yeah, that. right. You know right. What, I'm saying? what do you love? Yeah. You love that kid? You love your, you love your house? You, love your, right. you know what I'm saying? Well, well, it's because you can, right. I mean, the vote got you that. Mm-hmm. So, right. you know, we weren't retiring before, we weren't retiring from jobs before we got the vote. See what I'm saying? You know, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and we're getting ripped off a lot because we don't know how to retire. It's our first time retiring. So, I'm not black folks. 
So, you know, so I'm right. saying that, hey. We normally just you know, die. We have to fall off. Right, right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Catch us to some you love. Yeah. Well, Ms. Rihanna said it earlier about The Rock, and so I want to take her in the pulpit with me because I can preach that thing. Listen, David flew his giant with one rock, and your that's rock it. is your boat, and your boat is your voice, and that's how you take the giant down. That's how you handle the speaker of the yeah. house. Yeah, I was uh, standing, I'm in mean, so many places. Standing, I was with uh, another alliance uh, of ministers in Harris County, and there were probably 40 or 50 of them in there. And there was a guy that was a Republican. This was so refreshing. A Republican Anglo man said that he challenges the Republican Party to be the voice of reason. Oh, my goodness. So when yeah. I finished my speech and, and talked about how I challenged Dave Thielen, the Speaker of the House, to be the Speaker of the entire House, he said he's going to make it his point that if he does not do that, that he would never be voted Speaker of the House again, and he's going to find somebody to primary in. This is a Republican because he is standing for justice and democracy. That's not a problem. Right. 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 Wow. Yeah. And, you know, that's the only, that's the only kind of Republican in my mind anymore what things have become the only Republican out there right now who still calls himself Republican and isn't ashamed to deny it, uh, which isn't many because most of them have right. left that, feel, that felt that right. way, my husband included, and have never looked wow. back mm-hmm. even once. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, wow. you know, if you do remain at this point, uh, the, the only um, – I don't mean this as a human being. I just, you know how I mean it. The only value I see in you, the legitimacy I see in you, is if you happen to be that type of Republican. And this is one of two, I think, that I've heard a story about that is exhibited, maybe three, that is exhibited this kind of, you know, I'm staying in this party based on the principles of this party and I challenge all you other folk who are in my party <laughs> uh, to right. be normal. You know, that you have legitimacy to me if you're that Republican. And I, I challenge right. more people out there to, um, if you're still in that party, be that Republican. <laughs> Very good. We need you. We need two parties. We just – healthy parties that are rational, that debate facts and actual right. policies. That's right. what we need. So if you are rational people out there left in that party, you know, speak up now and have courage of your convictions. Well, I mean, and Ma- maybe right save now. your party. Billboards. billboards all across the state of Texas right now. And a, uh, we're going to send them back. Uh, we're going to build a wall, you know, and that's what you see. In the no one's talking about policy. I was in Orange, Texas today. To go say uh, happy birthday to my father-in-law, 82 years young. And he, wow. my mother-in-law gave me the paper. She said, you're in the Orange Leader. I said, really? I didn't interview with the Orange Leader. But they picked up the mm-hmm. news from somewhere else. And, and they right. were talking about all these candidates. And like you said earlier, uh, Dr. McKellar, is that people that have mm-hmm. either been in a, a high-profile position before or if you're Greg Abbott, they, the, the, the big right. news media picks you up. Well, in yeah. this particular article, they didn't have my, my picture. They didn't know that I'm from, my wife's from Orange, Texas. But they did wow. highlight my policies. 
Uh-huh. I don't know how this jarred my memory, but they had the picture uh, uh, of Greg Abbott and another candidate. Okay, I won't say another candidate. But then in okay. the middle of the article, they said, "And but this candidate talking about policy," and they and they mm-hmm. highlighted somewhere they picked up the interview when I talked about Texas medical insurance and I talked about licensed trained teachers yeah. and bring back vocation cool. back to education and STEMs and robotics and body shops mm-hmm. and now I'm going, whoa, where did they steal my information from? Wow. wow. That's why we Somebody's paying attention. Course. Yeah. And that's and what and you're known for. It in Orange, wow. Orange, Texas, of all places. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is amazing. Well, well, it, it is. And see, that's what I mean by when I say about this uh, campaign reform, finance reform, is that you, you, we, if, if we're going to have one or two or three candidates, or all of all of these candidates that I see, all of these art, these advertisements, one after the other, after the other, after the other. I'm talking about every single hour, or and every single hour, you're going to have their ads running two or three times every single hour on our networks. And so, and these are all Republicans. It should be balanced. There's no balance there. And that's why we have to have X amount of money earmarked for every candidate. And then they utilize that money the way they see fit to run their campaigns. Mm -hmm. And then after that money is used up, no more money. You can't add individuals. Yeah, no more. You can't. Yeah. Ask, I, you can't. Yeah. Come we need out. some sort you of fairness doctrine. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yes. I mean, you know, right now look, we don't look have at it. what has what has occurred since all heck broke loose, and you know, Citizens United happened, and then you know, um, right. of course, long long before that, you know, the fairness doctrine wiped out, I think, <clears> under Reagan. Uh, but just how downhill. Uh, things have gone as far as our discourse, as far as our um, <laughs> the uh, the high percentage of people who have slowly but surely um, on one side been allowed to spew nonstop propaganda, yeah. targeted, well-funded propaganda, and spend as much money as they want to do it. Uh, you know, and also be able to raise tons of money and just grift off running for office and never expecting to win. So being as ridiculous as you want to be, you know. And exactly. yeah. So for for years now, what we've seen every election season is a clown car of <laughs> lunatics talking about gay people in the military, you know, Stuff that that um, you know when we are uh, you know our economy's crashing and um, you know <laughs> all these various things are occurring. Nobody can afford college. You know people are losing their jobs. You know in twenty in two thousand eight. You know and and the big topic on the right clown car was the you know they snickered at the gay military guy. And on this side, on the Democratic side, we have these grassroots people rising up and over the years has progressively and progressively, we've been putting out better and better, not we've been putting out, 
better and better uh, candidates are are stepping up uh, to the plate and running on real issues against clowns who ended up hiring Donald Trump. You know, like, this is what has occurred. We've become this far apart, and and the consequences of that is, you know, like 30% of us or whatever is just out of touch with reality, will not accept a fact no matter what you say to them. We'll never, ever forget about Hillary Clinton's emails and Benghazi, but Donald Trump yeah. saved the country by himself, preach, preach, you know, and preach. fueling all of that. And on top of that, fueling the exact things that are putting mentality that's putting those billboards up that you just talked about where, you know, we live, we are a multicultural country, uh, period. We just are made up of every other country <laughs> and, and on our borders. It's, it's right. okay right. that these people have been spewing propaganda and pumping money into propaganda to pick off racists to make sure that on one end we've got a Statue of Liberty and on the other we have build the wall, go home. Like, oh, exactly. th- this is how divided and gross it's gotten. And I think because of the things you just said. Campaign finance reform is just never an issue anymore. Uh, Citizens United, you know, striking down parts of the Voting Rights Act. Here we are. We got to fix this. I'm sorry. I did it again. Hey, Rihanna, let me lay it. It was a guy on CNN today, a black black, writer. And so they were talking about, you know, what's going on in Russia. And, and of course, and I've expressed the same sentiment before, but basically he said, you know, it's the first time I heard somebody beside me thinking about it. Like, he said that, you know, you have like a global white supremacist movement going on. Yes. Putin, mm-hmm. yes. Putin, Putin is kind of like the leader of He's like Donald Trump global. Yes. And, Absolutely. and what they're doing is, like, say, you know, that's why they attack uh, Russia, they attack black folks as far as, like, uh, when they were interfering with the campaigns, all that kind of stuff. And, and, and also people need to understand that they have, you know, the, you know what about anchor babies? They have a whole mm-hmm. right. for Russians that go to Florida. Russians, that's right. Donald Trump's property. Having babies. Yeah. They get in Florida right now, yeah. have babies, and then they go back yeah. to Russia. So so, yeah. right. so, what I'm saying is that. So they, saying, they, they they Trump, Trump, Trump started with the Mexican. He started with the, his uh, Mexican. Yeah, I know. And I'm saying, I'm saying that they, yeah, they call them anchor babies if they somebody else, exactly. but they got Russian. Yeah, Chinese tourism, if it's Chinese people, anchor babies, if you're from south of the border, you know, but none of these these white Eastern European women come over to Donald Trump's casino, you know, place and have a baby. That's fine. Right. Oh, no, no. I think it was was Louis Gomez, wasn't it, that started that anchor baby thing? Or maybe the anchor baby. That's who it was. No, that's been around. That's a trope trope that's been around. That trope that's oh, been okay. around, I mean, for, forever. That's okay. not nothing new. That's the, I'm well, I, I, that I, guess, I guess Louis Gomez pushed it more than anybody, though. Yeah, Louis well, you know, Gomez just said thing, that, I mean, you know, it fuels a, that it, fire. Well, well, it wasn't known as a racist trope. I mean, okay, like, it, 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 they weren't discussing it in terms that's of right. what they do now. It was more of an economic you know, back then it was just, trope. Yeah, back then it was like, you know, yeah, you know, you know now it's like, I mean, it's a racial component to it, so it's different now yeah. than it was then. Right, right. Agreed. Sure. True. 
Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's how I recall it, too. Well, speaking of Donald Trump, yeah. uh, let's take a look at what we haven't we haven't really talked about him, but things are getting pretty hot out there uh, legally, <laughs> and uh, somebody's going to have to do some talking here, and they can't always take the Fifth Amendment. So, can we talk just a little tiny bit about that? <laughs> just a little. So, so you said just not too much, just just a little yeah, tiny bit, uh, yeah, but tiny, somebody tiny. needs. Somebody needs the to start closing talking. in. The walls are closing. Somebody's, lock somebody's him approaching up. his first ever lock consequence. Up. What a big boy. <laughs> lock him up. <laughs> okay. He had top not secret, just, top not secret just information. Them, right? top, them, them, all of them. I, I, top secret I know information that, at, at Mar-a-Lago. Well, we know that paper is supposed to go down the commode, but not legal documents <laughs> from White House, right? regarding something about Israel to the Russians when he had the closed-door meeting where he only allowed in the Russian journalists right in front of our faces. Yeah. Right. Well, you know what the American press? Like you know what, but the American press doesn't get away with all that. I, I mean, look, they wouldn't let Hillary, they they let Hillary Clinton get away with nothing like that. This cat did mm-hmm. all that stuff. So you got to ask yourself. What's in the culture? What's in the culture? And I'm gonna tell you what it is in a minute. What's in the culture that makes the white press act like that? It's, it, it, right. it, it's white privilege. It's white privilege. It's white privilege. North South. But I'm telling you, it's no, they, 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 white they, 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 man. It, 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 okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. Let me finish right quick. I'm saying that. I'm saying that. Even the quote good white people, you know, they have, you know, in other words, after the war, white privilege was what they agreed upon. And, and that's the schism that's been going on ever since. And I'm just saying that it, that it makes it hard. You know, okay, like Biden the other day, he said, Mr. McConnell, my, you know, my friend, right? You know, my good friend, Mr. Oh. McConnell. After all that stuff mm-hmm. he done did, that's his friend. He said, okay, now how you going right. to be a friend after all that? And I'm just saying right. that's their relationship. That's that yeah. right, that's mm-hmm. that privilege but, but, thing. I'm just saying. And, and, and Mr. Yeah. Arthur, that's why I'm trying to come back and say it's quite male privilege because you just finished mm-hmm. saying Hillary Clinton could not get away with that. Right. They're friends right. because both exactly. of them are Caucasian yes. men. They are friends. They right. sit, Listen, they can fight back and forth and then they can leave out the doorway and go have a drink or go play golf and all that kind of stuff. Is that what we say all the time? Do we say that all the well, time? It, now, you yeah. know it's layered. It, I mean, it's a layer of things. And I like well, sure, well, all, sure like, it is. One thing. It, it, it has layers to it. And, and like say, and, I and they agree. have right. that thing within that right. layer. Within that layer I agree. Because how, how could you call him your friend a when friend. he's standing in front of a Confederate flag 
a couple years ago and yeah. took a picture for it. How, yeah, do, you, so, how do you call so your so friend sure when he was on, on the, at the Senate hearing and he was asked uh, a question by, I believe, uh, Heasy Coates, a very serious question, I think. Right. Uh, I know right, the question right. is serious. And he yeah, laughed yeah. just at the thought that we might even consider the idea of reparate like this was funny the the topic exactly. of reparation it's so disgusting and you can call them your friends like to me where where is room for that i don't right. you know i have a hard time with that <laughs> you know the, 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 the wiggle room there i don't see any that's that historical relationship well you know I, I, well, here, here's what i see Clean i see style. i see put there you go i see it playing politics that's what i see Hmm. I see racist politics. Yeah, there, but, but uh, right. when, when your okay. when your opponent has gone beyond, like Arthur said, you know, into the gutter and just is now bouncing up and down, back and forth into that gutter, it become. It, I know in my personal life, it's it, it slowly became and now has become impossible for me to see beyond what obviously sure. must be true about sure. you if you're still sticking yeah. with all of that crap. So I, right, I don't have time right. for you. I'm, no matter whether yeah, I true. love you or not, like I can't. Yeah. Talk, but right. I, and at this point, it, that's not an overreaction to have automatically. That's just the reality mm-hmm. <laughs> in sure. this country sure. because of all the different issues we've been talking about tonight. So right. it's not insurmountable, though. It's not insurmountable. If, we can If they tell you who they are, believe them. But, uh, right. And who, to, who told us that? There you go, Pastor. That's right. Believe everyone. Yeah. They tell you. I mean, why, why are you guessing and thinking? They told you. There you go. Right. Don't have to figure it out, do you? You do not have right. to figure it out. Yeah. But, that you know, is, that's hard right. to do right now, too. That's hard to do right now, too, yeah. because Every single human being at this moment, like the, the climate has become, our reality has become that just about every single one of us, uh, at least us Americans and others too, um, are either constantly aware of the fact that we're being gaslit or are right. gaslighting the other side. Each yes. of us saying that the other one is exactly the opposite of reality, you know, and it's like, you know, that's a difficult, you know, it's difficult to, for your neighbors to to know that your neighbors are like, you know, the, well, Biden and the Democrats stole the election. <laughs> you know, those those city folk in Atlanta and those city folk in Dallas, you know, just just stole that election. Just, I can't know that you're there across the street without getting sick to my stomach. And that's a sad situation that that it's become. So when your opponent is that far in the mud, how do you play ball? You know, I think it's well, sad politics to well, say, well, well, this well, is my here's friend. How <laughs> well, here's how you play ball. Here's how you play ball. First of all, you know, you uh, make sure that you keep your reality, you know, in reality. You know? Yes. And yes. Uh, be an example yes. for other people. As all the craziness right. going on, this thing changed. So, your your yes. you know your sanity sailing in a sea of insanity looks pretty good. Right, right. And both of these sides are not the same, by the way. Both one is exactly right, 
and morally right, you know, and just in terms of human decency, right, right as in correct. One side is on the correct side of things in a general sense, even down to policy in a general sense. Do the best for the most you can, you know, at all times, always trying to expand that to everyone and be kind and, you know, all good things. If we're free, everybody gets to be free. Everybody gets to vote equally, and we all want that, you know. Like there's one side that just in general is, is all on the same page in the correct direction. The other side right now is delusional, you know, talking about children that don't exist and JFK Jr. is coming back. And, you know, this has become mainstream, you know, and crept no, into the family lives and friendships no, of most of us. Yes. A huge Republican National Code. Yeah. Republican National Code. Now, we've seen before. Just say we haven't seen it in me in your lifetime. Well, you haven't seen it in your right. lifetime. I saw it in mine. I, I saw it in mine last time. So I, I'm talking about, you know, like I grew mm. up about 15 years to the, into segregation, but I'm just saying that. Now, it's your, you know, yeah. like, it's a lot of people's first time they've seen this. Some of us right. have maturity. And, and but, you know, you know we've seen it. You, you know, we saw it go out, and now we see them trying to bring it back in. So so that's why right. I feel that, you know, you know we've right. saw the whole thing. And a high went down. Yes. So I'm just saying that yeah, that's where we're at. Yeah, that, that, that has to account for a lot of my shock. <laughs> like, you're so <laughs> relaxed always. And, and you always, you know, it always gets pointed out. And it, I always think, oh, gosh, yeah. Like, I've never thought of it before. Like, you haven't pointed out before. But every time, it's, I, I, it's remarkable. From the moment that Trump even won that election, I, I just remember being shocked. And the people around me, um, uh, being like, yeah. and Dr. McKellar included. We'll never Just forget that like, day. Well, this is not a surprise. <laughs> yeah, that was a bad day. It was a bad day, bad day but, but I noticed, um, you know, certainly Dr. McKellar wasn't as surprised as I was. Uh, I was not. I told it two years earlier. It's, it's I, just I a shocking thing. Yeah, we saw, we saw it coming, didn't we? That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I saw it. We were out there on the campaign trail. Coming. And my, and, and my and cousin in Fort Worth got mad at me. I tried to oh, warn yeah. him, and, but no one was listening. Right. I, I tried to warn him, no one was listening. Uh, so you saw so what was happening when a lot we of We saw what didn't. was happening. We were out there on the road. Uh, Dr. McKellar and myself, we, we felt what was yep. We saw this. We felt this. Yep. We knew where yep. we were headed. Right. That's why we were fighting so hard. That's why she was that's fighting. Exactly she was right. exhausted. I saw yeah. That's she why Michelle, Ob- Louis Gomer. Michelle exactly. Obama, yeah. remember how distressed she was. And I remember Dr. McKellar, that's how you were yeah. a lot of the time. And I was yeah, come back to regroup. And this is a, this is a really kind of good example to illustrate what Arthur was talking about just a second ago about right. the news. The, the white, um, he called it the white privilege, and I would argue it's a white privilege and uh, a white um, centric point of view. Every the premise is built in from from this perspective, and, and certainly an aspect of that perspective is like the blinders that I'm talking about. How so many other people around me. Uh, particularly 
people of color. Um, yeah. I notice a, a difference that includes the fact that I am a white person and, you know, the, this person is a person of color that mm-hmm. um, made me, uh, I don't know, it just hit me like a ton of bricks that, wow, that was a part of a, that was a privilege. You know, that that's part of that white privilege that I was just able yeah. to, to skate through that tense time, not even occurring to me that it could be possible. Because mm-hmm. in my mind, we were just beyond so many things. Like, I don't live in the same world I lived in. A lot of my reality was shattered. Sure. And sure. That naivete and um, to discover that sort of uh, blind spot or, or point of ignorance at this point in my life is just interesting. <laughs> and it also, I think, is an example. It's just it's, you, if your premise is or your perspective is, you know, from this place where you just don't notice the, this anger seething that so many people around you can see, um, right. then what you're reporting as the news isn't going to convey the seriousness of this. And it didn't at all convey the seriousness of what was happening. We were watching fascism occur. His people sure. at his rallies yeah. were beating up rally goers of, of color who came to protest, uh, or not, just were there. Uh, every time they got beaten up, spat upon, uh, treated mm-hmm. really poorly, and called out from mm-hmm. the sky right there on the podium, telling mm-hmm. you, I'll pay your legal bills to his mom, yeah. to his racist, you, rabid mob. And Brianna, people like me are going, oh, Hillary's going to win. <laughs> no big deal. Nobody takes this guy seriously. But we were watching fascism happen. And and people like me didn't know. Brianna, and people who look like me were and think like me I, at that point are on the news telling you the story right Brianna, now a lot of the time. We had a reason that we know. We had a reason that you, 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 uh, no, I know. I know. I know. You, I'm telling you. you, you remember when, I'm you, you realizing this. Uh, you remember when John Lewis got spit on? And they totally, the, the way they told that story, oh, my gosh. Like, and see, I, at the time, I just remember being so disgusted. And it's like, you know, now going through this, you know, experience when Trump uh, won and the, the way that that mm-hmm. hit me and all the things that have occurred to me because of that. It's like going through 200 years in a matter of how long ago did that happen? Four years ago? <laughs> Five years ago? And all of yeah, those, you know, all those light bulb moments that still happen right now. And, you know, it's just, it's a really good illustration of that. But these are hard things to, de- to describe and much harder to describe to white people who may uh, probably do have on a bunch of those blinders too <laughs> so that's I right. that's a difficulty we, we, that's why it's hard for us to do messaging because our concepts that we need people to be thinking about are tough to describe they're not they don't go on a bumper sticker <laughs> exactly. well you know that i think that was one of the things that made it so difficult to uh in not that I did not embrace this that I'm about to tell you, and that's when um, First Lady Michelle Obama would say, uh, when they go low, we go high, uh, knowing uh, 
that they were they were doing such dirty things, like some of the things Ms. Right. Rihanna is outlining and some of the things Mr. Arthur is outlining, wow. it was very difficult right. to go high uh, because right. you wanted to let people know, well, this is what is really going on. This is what these people are really mm-hmm. doing. Right. They're not working to right. make things better for us. They're working to make things worse yeah. and take us back, as Mr. Arthur said, back to where where things used to be when our ancestors yes. and John Lewis and all of them were fighting to make things and civil rights better for everybody, they were right. working to make things bad for everybody. I keep things back right. the way they really, because whereas we know that there's been some major changes in our lives and in the world, we still have so much work left to do. It's unbelievable, the work that we have right. left to do. Right. Well, I'm going to just well, that, you know, that's what I'm saying. Oh. It, it, it's, uh, when, when they go low, we go hard. We go hard. Yeah. <laughs> we go All right. hard. I thought we it was when hard. they go low, we kick them. <laughs> <That was laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I would never. What you say? We go low, we kick him. No, that's not what you mean. We kick him out. Arthur made me say it. This is coming up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 what I mean say, what? <laughs> we take a mat. We take a mat. Hey, 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 hey
But you know, Dr. Face I thought of, yes, exactly. <laughs> so uh, I, I remember just before COVID. Remember when we went down there, and uh, yes. just before COVID was announced in America. Let me put it like that. It wasn't before COVID. Mm-hmm. It was before COVID was announced to the American mm-hmm. community. Yeah. American. You, you guys took a bus and you were able to mm-hmm. take some high school or some school yes. kids, or younger kids That's this exactly. year too, huh? Mm-hmm. We sure did. We did. Yeah, we did. We got some well, uh, some money again for the, some more kiddos to go mm-hmm. free. Dr. McKellar, uh, you were eight, you went. I remember you went. Uh, mm-hmm. One of the years that you went was a year that President Obama, mm-hmm. First Lady yep. Obama, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. John Lewis, mm-hmm. Elijah Cummings mm-hmm. was still alive, of course. Exactly. You That's know, right. uh, you you John were Lewis on that bridge with all of them. Mm-hmm. And oh gosh, mm-hmm. who else was there? That was a big. Oh, a everybody big one. was there. I'm telling you, was everybody. President Obama pushing i believe he was pushing a wheelchair with who was that uh that was on the bridge that day oh the late i'll look that up 100 the one she was one yeah 100 she is from she's from cell now then 102 or three years wow i mean just you know the the richness that you were able to share that bridge exactly. with. Exactly. And it's exactly. still named, everybody, by the way, the Edmund Pettus Bridge. bridge. That's still, you know, that, isn't that just a perfect little just tagline for tonight's entire oh, no. show? Right there. <laughs> I, I agree with you. Well, I, you know something? John you're, Lewis you're one, Bridge. <laughs> you're 100. And so now that you said that, Ms. Rihanna, I said, what is it, about 937? We, don't, we haven't said very much uh, about uh, February and Black History Month and civil rights uh, and who we should be talking about and so forth. What, what, the one thing that I did say to this community is that um, – Yes, everybody knows who Dr. Martin Luther King is. They know Malcolm X, uh, who they were, who they were, Malcolm X, uh, Dr. Martin Luther King, uh, uh, Marcus Garvey, and a lot of those guys. But we never really talk about the people locally whose names never got into print in a national way, but they did right. the same identical things in their own communities. And I'm talking about my community here. Uh, that Dr. King did, such as my grandfather and yeah. and many others. My grandfather's on both sides, both the Jackson as well as the Irwin side, and and all of the great things that they did. And they worked with William Wayne Justice, that we all know who he is. My grandfather worked really hard with him to get some civil rights and and uh, get rid of uh, mm-hmm. some of the Jim Crow signs and things here in Tyler, Texas, great Smith guy. County. Great guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. So. So these are just some of the things, some of the fascinating things that happen in our community. And I'll share with you guys, I don't know if you know this or not, Mr. Arthur, maybe, but I was featured last week, last Sunday in the Sunday uh, morning news. I was on the front cover as a as the black history legend in Tyler, Texas. Woo-hoo. That's right. A woman with a woman so, of they said a woman of many what's the title? A woman of many what, what a woman of many many hats. I think it was yeah, wow. a woman of many hats. <laughs> mm-hmm. A woman of many hats. Yeah, I saw and, so, and, and, and I saw one of them I saw one of them hats Sunday too. I saw one I had oh, wow. single folks. 
I don't mind giving her mine. Well, you know what? You I, know, wasn't, I, I, I wasn't hope, expecting that. Go ahead, Ms. Leon. I, I just ahead. quickly just want to say, and I know nobody who listens to us would, would be surprised by this at all, uh, but anybody out there um, who isn't maybe in Tyler, we have a lot of people in Houston. If you don't read uh, the Tyler paper to see how they write about and watch the local news to, to see how they speak to Dr. McKellar and uh, about Dr. McKellar, it's very clear that, uh, I mean, very clear that you're just extremely well-respected and embody so just everything about their community. And it just, people are so down on the press and with good reason. I just, for anybody out there who doesn't read Dr. McKellar news stories like I do, um, (laughs) start looking for them because uh, there's a lot of really substantive, excellent stuff written about Dr. McKellar and all the things that she gives uh, to East Texas and to Tyler and to the country. Um, and not a lot of people are consistently written about in such a respectful and, and honorable way over time. And you, you've you earned that. Thank you, Mr. Anna. Well, I'll, I'll here, all I know is, all I know is when I come down here, all all her friends are always like me. I don't know what's going on. They know she if you would only ever associate with good folks. <laughs> yeah. he, he's looking for I a make girlfriend. it known. I'm, I make it known. That's my frat brother. That's my frat brother. That's my fraternity brother. <laughs> he's trying so, to find somebody from that big old house. <laughs> no, my house ain't that big. Well, I bet it is. Yeah, hey, 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 Mike, hey, 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 Mike, I want yeah. you to know that's a duplex, so you go try to think. Like, I ain't got her own. Yeah. I, I, I got half of it. Well, yeah, you got, got half of it. I got half of it. Yeah. And, and wait, wait, you that's got half of it, and he got the other half rented out to somebody, right? Exactly. He owns the whole duplex. <laughs> he owns all the duplex. <laughs> he owns the entire duplex. That uh, Dr. McKellar was uh, on, and uh, they were talking about the cut. I learned so much about uh, Todd. I listened to the entire thing. And, uh, you know, you all had your little mini uh, Black Wall Street. I mean, that's exactly what we have. Yes, yes. That's exactly what Mm -hmm. we have. Yes. Absolutely. Built by your family, built built by Dr. McKellar's family, among so many others, Mm -hmm. but integral part of Tyler's history. Integral part. Yeah. It's just nice Learned to see lot. that your community recognizes Thank that, that year round. Sure. I love Thank it. Think how great America would be. Think how great America would be if it was just that folks like church family and my family and other families, if they just let us mm-hmm. grow ourselves. Mm-hmm. I mean, think how you know everybody would benefit, and it's just everybody. you know just this, this whole racism thing that just you know just won't let some folks see it. That's right, right, Mr. Arthur. I'm glad you brought out that point that everybody would benefit because all of the hard work that uh, Representative Jen Lewis, uh, Dr. Um, 
Dr. King, Marcus Garvey, Malcolm X, all of that work that those gentlemen did in the past, coupled with uh, our families who didn't get in the national right. press like that. Everybody has benefited from the civil rights issues. Miss Rihanna can tell you she feel she can right. see that she benefited. All of uh, every every person living has benefited from the 1964 and 65 Civil Rights and Voters Rights Act. Every single person yes. in America. Cheryl, make yes. addition. So, 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 make addition. I don't know if I'd be alive when it happened, but the addition is. Okay. When mm-hmm. when when black folks get when black folks get reparations, and we're, we're gonna get them. Everybody's mm-hmm. going to get reservations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good point. Good point. Everybody going to have it. Good point. 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 COVID-19, and then it went on to talk about uh, fantastic fictions by African-American authors. There's so much, and I I like this. My husband brought this out to me today uh, in uh, maybe it was today's paper or yesterday's paper, maybe it's Saturday or Sunday's paper, where they featured my homeroom teacher from high school and all the great work that he did and was one of the first uh, African-Americans to be assistant principal in one of the predominantly white schools in Tyler. And I, I say predominantly white schools because that was, that was a, that's what they were uh, at integration when integration came about and they shut down uh, the uh, black schools. They shut down Emmett Scott High School and they shut down uh, some of the other schools. And, uh, and so he, uh, he was the uh, Mr. R.A. Moody. Very, very, very active in the community, and so they featured him in uh, in the newspaper. And so there's so many beautiful and wonderful things that that we can talk about, uh, what to watch and what to see, and different networks and streaming uh, on, on some of the networks of, of Black History Month and what our ancestors did and what they went through, and how. Uh, just all kinds of ways that you can celebrate this month, learning the history and the joy and what our ancestors went through. And then live, some live performances. Uh, we, we know that we like uh, good old gospel music and that we like music and drama. And, and so our, our ancestors uh, were great at that. And so a beautiful opera singer. My daughter is an opera singer. You don't see uh, too many uh, younger folk in I don't I don't know any in Tyler, Texas. I'm sure there are some that sing opera, uh, African Americans that sing opera in Tyler. I just haven't seen any or heard any. But uh but they were very good at that as well. And then go and visit some of the uh, uh, beautiful uh, museums, such as our Texas African American Museum that uh, just received the million dollars. Yes, and so uh, and, and look at some of the beautiful black arts artwork that some of our ancestors did for for when way back in the day when they were plowing the fields and working out there and and uh, some of them where they were baptizing people in the uh, rivers uh, because that's, they didn't have a, a church building with a baptistry pool like we have that we got baptized in. 
and they did it in the ocean, right, or in the river or in the lake uh, out there. So, uh, so those are some of the beautiful artworks and things. And then when you see uh, the ladies this past Sunday here in Tyler, Texas, was uh, was called uh, Souls to the Pole Sunday, where everybody was asked to wear uh, their African attire. So uh, even though many people had already voted and everything, but but there was their reckoning and their way of coming together and pulling together uh, and thinking about all the barriers that our ancestors dealt with uh, during the course of the time. And this was their way of helping to feel that those barriers have been removed, uh, Ms. Rihanna and Pastor Cooper and and Mr. Arthur. Uh, So those are some of the things. How are you feeling about the vote down in East Texas? You know, we we put a lot of uh, energy down there, of course, like, you know, really trying to feel the people. So where are we at? Ooh, what do you think we at? Are we going to we gonna see some results? Are we, I mean, I know we got to keep working, so I, I'm not talking about that tonight. Sure, so, sure. How, how could you feel the? Could you feel not feel? I know you didn't get there in time to go to the actual museum, uh, so to hear the meet, to be there for the meet and greet. I think when you came, you went straight to the restaurant, right? right. So, so the so candidates were there. Uh, and and the vibes were in the building, uh, the media was there, and and of course any time that I'm I have a few words to say with this being um, with this being uh, early voting, right. we're always pushing and talking and telling people don't forget. Most everybody that was there had already voted. They voted early voting because what we were pushing was the Love Day, remember? Uh, Monday was Mm -hmm. Valentine's Day, and we were pushing for people to get out there to vote uh, on February the 14th. Put on your red and head to the polls. Uh, We said roses are red. This is the rose capital of the world. Roses are red. Azaleas are blue. Roses are red, azaleas are red, too, and blue. They're blue and they are also uh, purple, So uh, and they're blue. So, but anyways, we, we encourage people to, to put, on, put on their red uh, to represent the roses and the rose capital and the love day. And the well, heart. Because don't come out. Don't come out Feb- yeah, February. Right. February is, and so we were just focusing on all of that. Do that for your for, for black women who will have more uh, cardiovascular heart disease than any anybody, period. And uh, and then that was the day that you should give a token of some kind to your loved one, whether it's just one single rose or whether it's just uh, making dinner for them or just give them a card or whatever. But, but we tried to make that Monday the 14th a very, very special day for everybody to get to the post to vote. So you feel good oh, about it, though. So you're saying you feel good about it, though. Okay. All right. I do. I, okay. I do. And okay. we, but we can't stop. We can't stop there because oh, no, we, we need a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. We're not, we're not stopping. We're not stopping. So that's that. So we're celebrating everything. Black Black History Month. Remember that. That's a, what a great time to to go out and and vote and show your children. And remember your ancestors who thought that you would even have this opportunity to vote. Go spread some joy. 
I'm excited to have three African Americans running statewide. I mean, I'm still excited about that. That's that's to me. That's very just, exciting. Very you exciting. Know, you don't understand. Very exciting. Very exciting. No, no, I, I do understand. I, I do understand. So, understand. Uh, I did find information about uh, the chairman, Carole Robinson. Uh, he did uh, immigrate with his parents when he was nine years of age. It does not say there you go. from where. I knew that he was not from not American born. I just did not remember what I, I know he came from some island, but I don't, I don't know if it was the Bahamas. I can't remember exactly, but I knew he came from some island. Virgin Islands. The Virgin Islands. That's where he came no, from, the Virgin Islands. Okay. I think did no, we I think interview it him? With uh, Donnie Walker one time, is that how I did recognizing did. his name? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I remember yeah. now. We did. Got it. Mhm. Mhm. sure did. Yeah. And, yeah. and uh, Kelly, yes, sir. I want to reach out to the appellate cool. judge candidates. They're unopposed in the primaries, but they are so intelligent, and there's so many of them that's out there. And even Robert, I think Jackson, out of Harris County. It's one of those. Okay. And there's so much knowledge. I don't know if Miss Rihanna can Google them, look them up, and reach out to them. I hate that I was on a trail with them in uh, Central Texas, and I didn't get all their information. But just to listen to them, they're they're great candidates. And again, because you know they're underfunded and, and, and they they unopposed in primaries, but still we need to hear from them. We need to we need to know what it's all about. So in a general election, uh, we get folks out to the polls just for them alone. I mean. It's an amazing candidate. Exactly. Well, you know, let's see. I believe in a couple of days, aren't we having all of them? Let me go and pull up something here. I believe that they're going to, let's see. Well, now there's going to be, and, and Pastor Cooper, I need to find out. I think you're on this one. Yes, you are. That's the one, the virtual one that the Deltas are having, and that one is Saturday the 26th. At one okay. from one until two thirty, that's that one, and then there is another one with just the uh, judicial candidates. I I believe. Let me let me pull that up and see so that people well, will know the post, about I hope that they're on there. We just need to hear from them. Uh, it's amazing. Okay. I was on tonight with the Divine Nine at seven thirty. Oh my goodness! I missed that. Oh my goodness. Seven thirty across the state of Texas, Divine Nine. It was yes, seven thirty right before I'm your a, show. Yeah. You know I'm a part of the Divine Nine. No, that's why I brought it up. Mr. Mr. Arthur, Mr. Arthur, and myself <laughs> yeah. should have been on that. We should have been on that, and I have forgotten about it. I did. I'm so sorry. Well, well, you was on there. Yeah, she was, and she was on yesterday as well. She she's a part of the Divine Nine. She's a Delta Sigma Theta sorority. And and then uh, 19, there's another uh, one. That, I believe. Right. She uh there's all rise, you know about that one, the judicial candidates forum, that's February the twenty second and that's at seven PM. And did you say that none of them have uh none of them have uh candidates running against them? Correct. I think that's the oh, same okay. one. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is this is put on by the by sorority, Alpha Cap Alpha Sorority right. Incorporated. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's the 22nd at 7 p.m. It's just so many. I, 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 oh my goodness. I'm sorry I missed that one. But it was great form. Great form. Well, very good. I'm glad that you were able to um, 
I'm glad that you were able to be on there. Did you get a chance to speak? Absolutely. I mean, uh, okay, good. So now all the women, candidates, you mean? right? Yes. So, yes. Uh, so tell, give us a little report on that quickly, uh, Pastor Cooper. Well, uh, again, uh, I, I guess we all spread so far and thin. I, I thought uh, Lee Merritt would be on there, but he wasn't. Uh, so we ended up with a couple uh, state uh, representatives on, and uh, of course, Dr. Uh, Carla Braley was on. And uh, she gave a great interview, and, and they gave us, uh, you know, uh, a few minutes to give our speech and ask a few questions. Uh, it was great. And uh, you had most of the sororities were uh, represented. It was Good. incredible. Good. Yeah. Good. And what about the fraternities? I think it's one or two. I, I couldn't uh, okay. tell. Uh, I was scrolling okay. through. I, I was afraid sure. to because when you do that, sometimes it mutes your phone and you lose. Oh, okay. so I didn't want to move okay. the screen. I didn't want to touch the screen. Yeah, he said it was a Delphi sure. event, though. He said it was a Delphi event, didn't he? If it's a Delphi event. No, it's Divine Nine. No, it's Divine no, no, it's, it's, oh, it's Divine oh, event. Oh, oh. The Delta event. Is okay. the, that's the one that I just named out a few minutes ago for the Delta okay. Sigma. Well, I will I was send that. I'll send that to Miss Rihanna, and she can uh, she can post that uh, to us. Uh, but um, right. so that so that we'll know about that one. And thank you, Pastor Cooper, for sending me sending me Attorney Carroll's uh, phone number. But um, but yeah, there there's so many of them going constantly, constantly, and so they're they're just showing their the political arm of their different fraternities and sororities and and organizations by posting and hosting all of these. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. They're doing it. So, we're doing it, brother Arthur. Yeah. 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 We're oh, doing yeah. it. We, we got it. Hey, 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 Free Mike, did anybody ask about me? No? Okay. <laughs> I asked him about <laughs> <laughs> He's so precious. He's hilarious. He is really <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yes, wow. Well, it's 9.57, guys. This has been a very, very interesting evening. Uh, we, we didn't have any really specific set topics that I sent out, but you guys just kept it going. I mean, you covered everything from stem to stern, as they say. And so uh, so we kind of wanted to end it by letting people know that we have not forgotten that it is Black Heritage and Black History Month and uh, and some of the things that uh, that we want to focus on. We They're talking about new treatments available for blacks that with sickle cell uh, disease so it's a lot and expanding Medicare eligibility uh, uh, to help to uh, reduce disparities in our communities so those and, and then African Americans uh, 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 need to become more vaccinated and and stop being uh, hesitant about vaccines because guess what we've been taking vaccines all of our lives have we not and so uh, several people uh, tell me, uh, well, I'm, I, Dr. McKellar, I just can't because I, I, I just really don't know what is in that vaccine. And so uh, I said, do you know what's in that Dr. Pepper you're drinking right now? Uh, well, no, uh, well, well, uh, well, 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 that's all I can hear. <laughs> no, of course you don't. You don't know what's uh-huh. in that Dr. Pepper. We don't know what's in uh, a lot of things, uh, you know. We, we're not the researchers, but but we do depend on uh, uh, the fact that uh, uh, 
uh, what we're taking and, and ingesting is healthy. And I'm, I'm just going to tell you this, uh, being in, in the restaurant and at the restaurant and some people get up from the table and they finish drinking their sodas and it may be uh, Dr. Pepper and it may be an orange soda, uh, but if it, it, it leaves a stain, if I, don't, if I don't hurry up and get that cleaned up off of that table pretty quickly, yep. it leaves a stain. And so if it left a stain on that table, guess where else it left a stain? Mm. But at any rate, stain on, your gut. Yeah. stain on that gut, doesn't it? So uh, what yeah. can I say? Um, and I'm not, uh, I'm not uh-huh. trying to tell anybody whether to drink orange soda or not. I don't, but I'm not trying to tell you not to. But just keep that so in mind. The point that I'm at the, there. Okay, okay. If you don't, if you so think it's wrong, I, I never will. I never will forget one of the first experiments that I saw in the first grade is when we put some bacon inside of a Coke and left it overnight and came back oh, the next day. Yeah. Everybody remembers that. What a, we all did that, right? What a we great way to end the show. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Ms. Rihanna. I'm out of here. <laughs> I just thought I mentioned that. <laughs> we don't know, but we know that back. We know that vaccine saves lives. And let me share this with you guys. This is and and this is really a sad way to end. And I I just want to send prayers out to one of our corporate members of North Joint Venture, Ms. Latrina Bagley. Her her grandbaby would be next month. Would be age two, so which means she's 23 and a half months old, died of COVID today. Mm-hmm. He died, oh that child died of COVID today in a hospital in Kansas, her son's baby. So, oh. anyway, oh my God. Uh, Honor, that was that was a, a terrible way for me to start my day this morning. Uh, getting that phone oh. call from her and saying that my grandbaby, she was she was weeping, weeping. My grandbaby, mm-hmm. all of them, all of her family. She's had COVID. Her some of the other kids mm-hmm. have had COVID, and grandkids wow. and all of that. So take care of yourself, guys. And so uh, thanks everybody. Yeah. Uh, Doctor Hagney tonight. Let's check on Doctor Hagney. Make sure he's okay. And uh, we'll talk to you later. Have a good evening, and we'll turn it over to Miss Rihanna. Right, and she'll play our theme song. Good night, God bless. Good night, guys. All right. Good Thank night, you, Miss Rihanna. We'll give it back. We'll we'll give it back to you, Miss Rihanna. Good night, everybody, and thank you for allowing me to uh, speak so much tonight, Dr. McKellar and fellows. Uh, would you just babble with a baby all day? <laughs> you, uh, <laughs> you you bust loose when you can. So thanks, guys. There you this go. Is awesome, and I had a wonderful time with all of you. And I do want to I'll I'll help give a positive thought to to counteract the. Uh, last thought that Dr. McKellar gave. How about that? Over the span of eight or so years since I met Dr. McKellar and we started doing the radio together, we've always had pretty much this platform and a lot of candidates have come and gone uh, and spent time with us on the air over those years. And I am really proud and excited about the fact that over that period of time, while the things that I certainly and a lot of times we talk about have been so crazy and negative uh, and have just gotten so wild and unethical and immoral and disgusting and just crazy, uh, while that's been the case, 
and we are bringing on these candidates, people, to interview about the offices that they're stepping up to run for um, to, to counteract the madness that's going on politically. Um, over the years, I'm really proud of the fact that I've seen an increase, a steady increase of women, women of color, uh, men of color, um, immigrants, uh, new immigrants, uh, dreamers we've talked to, um, just in a lot, uh, an overrepresentation of black women. Yes. Really great, excellent, outstanding, like cream of the crop people, black women. And I'm really proud that while it's so discouraging to see what's going on and to see the fight that we're up against every day politically and for everything, uh, and that's really frustrating, it's really kind of cool to take a, a step back and look at behind the scenes at just the part where we talk about politics and we have on candidates. And we're fortunate enough that we have candidates on all the time, Pastor Cooper. Um, but that just makes me proud. So I know that things look crazy, but things on the ground, like Mr. Arthur says, we're hitting a new time and we get to decide how it is. And I think that's pretty encouraging. So it's been yeah. a real uh, honor and privilege to be a part of it and witness it. So we're going somewhere. There you go. <laughs> so, well, good night, well, Rihanna, you're my, R- Rihanna, you're my Sydney Lauper. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Okay. Okay, I'll quit writing the bad 80s songs. Good night, everybody. <laughs> good night. Let's hear, let's hear that same song, then. Have yeah, a great Rihanna. night, everybody. Beautiful. Thank you, Ms. Rihanna. Good night. One day. When the glory comes, it will be out, it will be out, oh, one day, when the war is won, we will be the heavens, no man, no weapon, formed against, yes, glory is destined, everyday women and men become legends, sins that go against our skin become blessings, the movement is a rhythm to us, freedom is like religion to us, justice is juxtaposition in us, justice for all just ain't specific enough, one son died, his spirit is revisiting us, true and living, living in us, resistance is us. That's why Rosa sat on the bus. That's why we walked through Ferguson with our hands up. When it goes down, we woman and man up. They say stay down and we stand up. Shots, we on the ground. The camera panned up. King pointed to the mountaintop and we ran up. One day when the glory comes, it will be out. It will be When the war is won, we will be sure, we will be 
for every man, woman, and child. Even Jesus got his crown in front of a crowd. They march with the torch, we gon' run with it now. Never look back, we done gone hundreds of miles. From dark roads, heroes, to become a hero. Facing the league of justice, his power was the people. Enemy is lethal, a king became regal. Saw the face of Jim Crow under a bald ego. The biggest weapon. It's to stay peaceful, we sing Our music is the cuts that we bleed through Somewhere in the dream we had an epiphany Now we right the wrongs in history No one can win the war individually It takes the wisdom of the elders and young people's energy Welcome to the story we call victory The coming of the Lord, my eyes have seen the glory One day, when the glory comes It will be ours Good
Then you get mad about something she said after he done talked about you like a dog. 
product and protect Russia. Immediately after a speech, we decided to inform to Ukraine that allowed him to send so-called peacekeeping troops into eastern Ukraine again for the sake of protecting the Russian people. The general consensus after these events of the day is that he's not laying out a game plan for protecting Russia. He was laying out a game plan for war. Gives him an excuse to put troops on the ground under the auspices of peace before launching an all-out attack. Like when your kids or Christian parents are letting you sleep over in a friend's house to help them out their math homework. But really, your dad just wanted to stay up all night and watch movies. You tell them what they want to hear, you get what you want, and by the time you get it, it's too late for anyone to do anything about it. So make these rights are used many times throughout history. It's a playbook that is well-worn because it has worked. How in the world he would try to protect persecuted Germans in Eastern Europe was how Hitler convinced Chamberlain to give him a chunk of Czechoslovakia. He invaded Poland under the same pretext in 1939. That narrative, of course, started to fall apart when Hitler invaded Denmark and Norway and Belgium and France and all those countries. But I've never seen that. This is not just the strategy that started World War II. It's now happening again in real time. And this is Putin being lied. Fortunately, most people are seeing right through. U.S. officials not only believe that Russia is planning a full-scale invasion of Ukraine, but also what could be a human rights catastrophe. The U.S. says it's obtained information that Russia is planning to purge Ukraine of people who might oppose a Russian takeover of the country, including dissidents, journalists, anti-corruption activists, Religious and ethnic minorities and LGBTQ people. The Western leaders were quick to condemn Putin today for recognizing the sovereignty of those two pieces of Eastern Ukraine. Leadership in the European Union has used him of breaking international law. The United States today immediately issued sanctions on the two Russian backed separatist regions. The European Union vowed to issue sanctions as well. And just in the last hour, the Deputy National Security Advisor announced on NSNBC that the White House will be imposing what he called, quote, significant sanctions on Russia tomorrow. I'm reminded of a flurry of phone calls with world leaders after Putin's announcement today. He did speak with the Ukrainian President, Vladimir Zelensky, as well as leaders in France and Germany. And it, despite the fact that it's the middle of the night in Ukraine right now, this is still very much a situation that's developing minute by minute. The President of Ukraine addressed his people at 2 a.m. local time, a few hours ago. He said he considered Russia's actions today to be a violation of Ukraine's sovereignty and territorial integrity. He also called for the United Nations Security Council to convene an emergency meeting to discuss the situation. That meeting was scheduled to begin a few moments ago. We will bring you headlines out of that meeting as we get them. But as the world scrambles to respond to Russia recognizing these two breakaway Russia leading Ukraine as independent, Putin continues to move full speed ahead. Tonight, he's ordered troops into those pro-Russian parts of eastern Ukraine again, under the false pretenses of maintaining peace, called the peace deal. And U.S. officials believe those new troops could be on the ground in Ukraine in a matter of hours. Good morning. After the call, I've been Working on diplomatic coverage and so forth, this is the goal. So still, they are taking out some hope that the plan could work, but the U.S. still remains a very clear eye, but 
allow it to stop, to just go its merry own way. Without challenging it, because the democracy that America has created was unique in the world. It's important to remember, what generation? 